This is the Joey Salazar Leadership Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Joey Salazar Leadership Podcast. It is good to be back with you. I'm excited for today's episode. We have a good one. I'm not alone here in the studio. We have our good friend, Gio. Gio, how are you doing today? Good. How are you, Pastor Joey? I'm doing phenomenal. Phenomenal. I'm I'm excited about this episode. Absolutely. We definitely have a good one. And it actually comes from a recent vacation trip that my wife and I took. And uh, it's crazy what I thought was just going to be an ordinary excursion did not turn out just to be that. I got a whole preaching slash teaching out of it. And it comes all the way from Colombia. You've ever had a chance to visit South America or Colombia or anywhere down there? No, I've been to South America, not Colombia, but uh, actually I'm going there next year for a wedding. Bro, that's amazing. I'm going to ask you for some tips. Absolutely. No, it was our first time there. Absolutely loved it. Like we wanted to stay there a little bit longer. No, not permanently. Don't worry about that. (laughs) But uh, Journey Colombia. (laughs) But uh, no, nonetheless, uh, one of the excursions that we did was climb this huge rock. And today I've titled today's talk, uh, Lessons from a Rock. Now you got to really, you got to really picture this mentally here. This is not just like a pebble. It's not a stone like you hold in your hand. This is a huge boulder of a rock that is actually an excursion. It's like a very popular place to go visit. Would it be considered a mountain or a rock? Like what's, how do you decipher the difference? I think it's what it's made of, if I'm not mistaken. Like, I feel like a rock and a mountain are made of different material. Mm, Okay. Maybe. I'm no rockologist, so I don't don't know, man. (laughs) You're throwing me off. I'm just kidding. Sorry, sorry. I don't know. That's a great question. We'll look into it. But nonetheless, yeah. uh, this incredible rock uh, stands at 200 meters high. Uh, that is 650, uh, excuse me, 656 feet high. If you're like me, I need a better visual because I really don't picture that. It's 60 stories tall, this huge, huge boulder, this huge rock. And what's really cool is that in the middle of this rock, people have built stairs. These are safe stairs, but these were built in between the rock and you can actually climb to the very top. And at the top, there's a beautiful scenic view. There's uh, food up there. There's, um, you know, just some little stores. It's really incredible. And it's known as the Rock of Guatape. Guatape is the city. And uh, it's really cool because you get there And then you climb, and then you get to enjoy it. But uh, this was not an ordinary climb. And through this process of taking all these steps, 750 to be exact, because they tell you at the bottom of how many steps you're about to take, uh, there were some lessons just kind of flowing in my head. And through this whole process, I'm just like taking a couple steps and writing some things down. And um, that's what I want to share with us today. And so here's a couple of lessons from a rock. The first one is, and I'm going to start with the obvious, focus on your health. Focus on your health. Because several times up this rock, I really felt like I was going to lose one of my lungs. That might be an exaggeration. Wow. But not by too far. Like, it it wasn't as easy. You would think, oh, I'm just going to go for a walk, right? And I'm just nonstop. I can do this. Uh, During this process, there were times where we definitely had to Stop. It was not easiest. And so it was a quick reminder that our health matters. 
staying, you know, staying active, you know, either going, uh, working out or just doing something. And so I was really convicted slash reminded that, hey, my health matters. And especially like if you want to accomplish everything that the Lord has for you, if you want to be the best leader you can be for your team, if you want to be the best parent you can and lead by example for your kids, you got to really focus on your health. So I personally enjoy uh, walking and running and uh, I kind of do that. Geo, is there anything that you kind of enjoy doing when it comes to physical activity like that? Yes, something that's active that stimulates the mind. So like a hike, walk, basketball, sports. Yeah, I'm not a big treadmill guy. Okay. But, but I like, yeah, doing things like like what you're mentioning. Yeah, you're more of a Spartan. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, well, yeah. yeah we'll I know see. you don't want to brag or anything, but you are wearing your medal today. No, I'm not. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. I'm just kidding. I'm wearing my Spartan medal to the podcast. No, but that was huge, you know? And so I think it's it's, it's things like that that <laughs> yeah. are really just, uh, it's helpful. It, it, it's just a great reminder. And so here's one application question from today's first point. What's one activity you can start to become a little bit more healthier? Maybe it's starting to walk. Maybe it's going a couple more times to the gym. Maybe it's not drinking so much Coca-Cola. Mm. Maybe it's drinking a little bit more water. Baby steps, right? But there's one thing that you and I can absolutely do. All right, let's focus on the rock now. Here's number two. Find the opportunity within the problem. I'm going to say that one more time. Find the opportunity within the problem. This is crazy. One of the things that the, the tourist or uh, the tour guide rather shared with us was that surprisingly enough, this huge rock sits on private property because the government a long time ago saw this rock as a problem and decided to sell the land that it sat on. And how cool was it that there was a family who bought this property with the rock because they saw the potential of what it could be and they built a whole little store around it, built the stairs on it, and now is one of the most popular places to visit outside of Medellin, Colombia. Wow. What everybody, what some people saw as a problem, there's a huge rock in the middle of the land. We can't build anything around it or we can't build anything with it. We can't get rid of it. Somebody else said, hey, I can make that problem into an opportunity. And now it's it's crazy because you know now people can go and be a part of that. And now... It's even developed more than this, that. Now there's a helicopter pad landing. Now there's bus tours. Like now there's there's so many things around this place and it's all private property. And so I wonder, I wonder if when we're looking at our problems, things that are coming up, whether expected or not, do you see a problem or do you see an opportunity? Do you see opposition or do you see an opportunity, right? And so whatever... Whatever problem you may be facing today in your home, in your life, uh, in your finances, whatever the case might be, I I wonder if there's an opportunity in there rather than just a problem. And so be careful what you label it. And here's the application question. What problem have you possibly mislabeled that you just kept saying over and over and over again, hey, this is just a problem. This is a problem. This is, this is a mountain, right? But like, no, what if we changed our focus just a little bit? Gio, anything come to mind as you hear that second point? No, that's really good. Uh, I, I don't know. It's oftentimes when you're in the problem, you don't think of it as an opportunity until sometimes after. Yeah. You look back, you're like, oh, wait, that was an opportunity. Oh, that was a lesson. 
But I don't know. I don't know why is it sometimes that when we're in the thick of it, like we're in the middle of it, we don't think that way. I don't know if that's practice or experience that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. is, Are there times where you catch yourself forgetting that this might be an opportunity versus a problem? Sure. I think it's a mindset. I think it does take practice. Sure, you know, you have certain feelings come up and emotions come up. We're human, you know, and that's natural. But I think not being led by our feelings, not being, mm. not focusing on the negative first. But you know, we can have we can have fear, we can have all these emotions. They just can't simply have us, and they can't sit in the driver's seat of our life. And so we just got to continually look for ways out. That's good. All right, number three. Lessons from a rock. Go at your own pace. Go at your own pace. I don't know if I'll ever be able to forget the look that people would give me as they would pass my wife and I on the way to the top. I don't know what's more discouraging, an older person passing me up or a small child passing me up. <laughs> they both happened, all right? And I'll never be able to forget them. But nonetheless, um, yeah, it was. It, we definitely had to, like, uh, you would see people pass us by. And I think it's really easy to fall into competition. Sure. And not only while climbing a rock, but also just in life in general. And I think if we're not careful, oftentimes we'll begin to think, man, if only I was stronger, if only I was smarter, if only I had resources like somebody else, well, then I could do what I do. But what, wherever, whoever, wherever you're at and whatever you're going through, just remember that, hey, you are one of a kind. You are on your own journey with the Lord. Uh, let other people inspire you. Let other people motivate you. But don't you dare compare because you're wired just the way God wants you to be wired. You're gifted just the way God wants you to be gifted. Your life is on absolutely purpose. And so application question, are you comparing yourself to someone else? And if you are, you need to stop. And I know it's a lot easier said than done, right? It's a lot easier said than done. But comparing ourselves really doesn't set us up to win, you know, because we're either going to feel like, hey, we're better than them. And so now I have this sense of pride or, hey, man, he's better than me. And so now I'm just like discouraged and I don't want to do anything. So I feel like there's a balance there. There's a line there when it comes to inspiration and comparison. But let others inspire you. Let others motivate you. Let others paint a picture of what you want to see in your future. But don't you don't got to do exactly it just how they do it. Or you, your, their story doesn't have to be your story. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Uh, and and it's, uh, I feel like it ties together with the opportunity uh, lesson where you're at your own pace, right? But at that time, when you're at your own pace, it's also an opportunity for you to learn and grow, right? You're growing still if you're going at your own pace and you're you know going through your challenges and you want to compare yourself, but you're still growing. It might not be the growth that that other person is doing, but yeah. you're still growing. And sometimes growth is hard to measure. Um, but everything, if you look at everything as an opportunity, then you're growing, right? You're, you're, you're learning something every day. So um, yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah. And, and I remember I had a mentor of mine share this with me. And it was like something along the lines that, you know, it's hard to see growth when you're in the middle of it, mm. right? Because let's say, have you ever seen, like, saw an old friend or saw a family member that you haven't really seen for a while, you know, and you saw them grow up or you saw they're a little bit taller now, their hair is a little bit longer, 
right? Because you don't see them as often, you really see those changes. You notice those things like, man, last time I saw you were in diapers. Right. Now you're like walking, you know? Yeah. And so, but sometimes it's really hard to see the growth inside of us mm. because we're not, we, we don't see what others necessarily see. But absolutely, we're all growing. And it's, again, easy to compare our life and our worst moments to everybody's best moments because that's all we post on Instagram. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh man, yeah. you know, like uh, I don't have that or look how perfect their skin is. <laughs> sorry, to, sorry to pop your bubble. That's a filter, buddy. Okay. <laughs> like it's just, it, that's, that's everybody's best. Yeah. But uh, just, you got to be careful falling into the comparison trap. Yeah. Here's the next one. Number four, rest if you must, but don't quit. This is, I don't know if I can have a favorite. But this might be one of my favorites here. Rest if you must, but don't quit. This is kind of connected to the one previously to it. But how many of us are guilty of thinking of quitting when really all we really need is a break? I think so often we think, okay, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. Where what if we retrained, we reshaped our minds to say, no, I actually just need a break. So what was really cool is that on the way to the very top of this mountain, excuse me, this rock, uh, there's, there's these markers on the floor that tell you how many steps you've taken. And every hundred steps, you know, it would, it would tell you, okay, you know, you're almost there. Uh, what's really cool is that after the first hundred steps, there's actually a door and it says U-turn. And you can actually, if you went through this door, you actually can get to go back down. And I promise you, we really thought about taking this door back down because we were tired when we had just started. And we're like, I don't know if we're really going to be able to make it. And so we thought about it. We talked about it. People are passing us up by and, and my wife and I are just there kind of like talking kind of, what do we do? We're not. Finally, we decide, you know what? We'll take the next door down. And so I was like, okay, cool. At least we passed the 100 steps. Mm-hmm. We're going to go back. And so we passed that door thinking there was going to be more doors. Little did we know that there was no more doors to, to that would lead us back down. And so what ended up happening is that we would just take breaks along the way. And I think it's an incredible picture of how we can reach the end if we take breaks yet don't quit. And we were looking for this door, but but that really a door really wasn't what we were needing. And so I wonder, I wonder if, if there are some, there are some moments in our lives, or maybe even right now as you're listening to this, you feel you're in a season of like just wanting to quit. I want to encourage you to not, don't go through that U-turn door down, but rather take a break. What does your schedule look like? What, what does your to-do list look like? What do your responsibilities look like? Speak up, find a trusted friend, find a leader, find a, a spouse, somebody, your spouse rather, <laughs> find somebody that you feel comfortable with and, and share that and, and take the appropriate measures and changes so that you can accomplish everything that God has for you to do. And so that was just a powerful picture in my mind. Hey, uh, I'm glad that you didn't quit yeah. because if you didn't quit, you wouldn't have this lesson to share. You wouldn't have this podcast episode to share. Absolutely. Right? So Absolutely. you rested. But you didn't quit, so I'm like, you know, even though you know, you said you got passed by a a child or a baby or yeah. or in uh, an old person, maybe, and maybe you got <laughs> passed by, you know, an old person, a child or a baby turtle, 
right? But I'm also glad that you didn't quit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So because again, then you wouldn't have these lessons and this opportunity to to share this. So so I'm glad you didn't quit, Pastor Thank Joey. You. I, I you know, as you were talking, the word consistency came to mind, you know, because consistency leads to being able to finish well. Yeah. A lot of people start, but not everybody finish. And I think sometimes, especially as young leaders, we want to start, we're like running full blast. <laughs> and we just think like we're gonna be able to keep this up forever. Yeah. And we're not. And so as I've gotten older, I've learned the the importance of rest, of a Sabbath, of managing your time, your energy well, so that you don't you don't burn out, so that you can you don't cut yourself short from everything the Lord has for you. And so once again, rest if you must, but don't quit. Number five. You must give up to go up. Some of the advice that we had actually received in preparation for this excursion was don't take too much with you. In other words, sacrifice or give up the heavy and the extra extra stuff in your backpack and just take the necessities like a, a hat or a bottle of water, comfortable shoes, sunglasses, just light stuff. And the word sacrifice really just kind of jumped out at me because I think a lot of people want to go to the next level in their leadership as a family, kind of just go to the next level in their team, go to the next level. But Dr. John C. Maxwell says, Hey, if you want to, if you want to go up, you got to give up. And that's, that's the power of sacrifice. There are some things that the next level is going to require from you to give up or that you can't do, or maybe you got to start doing other words, there's a price that comes with that. Mm-hmm. And so I wasn't I couldn't carry everything I wanted to because I wasn't gonna, it was gonna just make that whole process, the whole journey a lot more difficult. And so I had to let go of some things, but that's the only way that I was able to make it to the top. Anything come to mind when I share that? Yes, the thing that comes to mind is to me at least, bad habits. Mm. So um, I've been going through definitely a walk with God and he's been working on my habits and I've, I've noticed that I can no longer hold on to these habits or if I want to continue to, you know, uh, develop and, and go to the next level. And, you know, it, uh, you know, I'm being led of course to being getting rid of those habits, but it's almost like sometimes we think that's our, that's us or th- those, that baggage is us, that baggage is our identity. Yeah. But we have to, like you said, release that and give it up so that we can continue on for what's promised. Absolutely. So that's good. The phrase that comes to mind is, you know, new level, new you. You know, new level, new you, right? Yeah. Like it's just, you got to continue to evolve. You got to continue to grow. And every new level will demand something new from us. And so here's the application question. What is something that maybe you've been holding on to that is holding you back from going to your next level? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a mindset. Maybe it's a habit. Maybe it's a person. Maybe it's something that's really just consuming a lot of your time or energy and just kind of look at it and remember that in order to give up, excuse me, in order to go up, you must give up. Number six, your circle matters. Now, this is this was really kind of funny, but you should have heard Zelly and I on the way up this fountain. Uh, we alternated in encouraging each other. We were like professional cheerleaders. Like we were, there were moments where I was like, nope, let's go back down. There's no <laughs> way I'm going to make this. And she would just come in with some words of affirmation. No, you got it. You know, just mm. a couple more steps. And then she'd want to be like, you know what? Maybe we should. And I'm like, no, no, no it's okay. I, I, I can see, I can see the top, right? 
And it, it really, it really it just reminded me that who's around you absolutely matters. If I had somebody, if I didn't have Zelly, I don't know if I would have made it to the top. If I would have, if I would have tried to just do this whole walk or journey by myself. Wow. But the fact that I had somebody and I had the right person and they believed in me and they pushed me and it made all the difference. And to be honest with you, I think in life in general, a lot of us, if not all of us, are where we're at today because we've had people in our lives pick us up or speak into our lives or call the best out of us or speak potential into us. And I'm here today and I hope to have some of those people on our podcast here pretty soon, the next couple of episodes, because it's a way of me honoring them and thanking them. But to be honest, I think how amazing would it be that we would be able to do that for other people as well, where, where we get around people and we inspire them. We call the best out of them. We, we challenge them. We, we give them a word of encouragement. And so here's the application question. Who's in your circle? Who's in your circle? And we'll have an ep- another episode coming up soon talking about you know how your circle matters. And we're going to kind of dive in deeper into that. But just evaluate. Because somebody one time said, your future a lot of the times is determined by the books you read and the people you hang out with. And so who are you hanging out with? Because who you are is who you become. And so those traits, those qualities, you know, absolutely can become contagious if you're around them often enough. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. Uh, actually, the direct application for that is me spending time with you. Uh, you've had a great influence on myself and many others. And um I'm very grateful for that. Uh, I only wish that I can also receive the books that you read by osmosis. You know what I mean? Of like course. Just, but uh, I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to catch up to you. You know, you read a lot. You read like a, a book a day or something like that. I don't know, like five five books a day. I feel like, but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it definitely matters. It's 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 um, having the right people around you makes a huge impact. Absolutely. All right, number seven. This is the last one. You can smile now. All right, but this is a goodie. The time. Excuse me. The climb is tough, but the view is worth it. Mm, nice. I'm going to say it one more time. The climb is tough, but the view is worth it. So I won't tell you exactly. I'm not going to announce this publicly how long it took us to climb to the very top. Because <laughs> I, I am committed to going back and doing it again a little bit faster. <laughs> but I will tell you that the very first thing that we did when we got to the very top was sit down. Because we were dead tired. But the second thing we did is we stood back up. And we started admiring the view. And it was absolutely breathtaking. Just all the vegetation, all just like the, the trees, the mountains, the other mountains. Like it was just incredible view. We took so many pictures and videos and all that good stuff. But if I could be honest with you, for a moment, it actually made me forget everything that I kind of suffered on the way up there. And it and it and it made that view made everything worth it. And so maybe. You know, you find yourself right now going through a difficult thing, season of life, making tough decisions, or your family is just kind of in a rough patch. I want to let you know that, hey, you got this. And the view after this, who you are becoming or what you're going to accomplish, what you're going to receive on the other side of this is going to be absolutely worth it. And so if you feel like giving up today, I want to share with you one Bible verse in closing, and it's found in Galatians chapter 6, verse 9. And it says the following, let us not become weary in doing good for at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if 
we do not give up. This verse has absolutely blessed my life. And if if we focus on every word, we could literally dive into it and be here, you know, 20 more minutes. But for the sake of time, there's only one word I want to focus on or, or a phrase here. And it says, for at the proper time. It doesn't say at your time. It doesn't say when you want it. It doesn't say when you think it needs to happen. It says at the proper time. If you don't give up, you will you will win. You you will reap a harvest. And so, hey, don't see it as, hey, I, I've been forgotten. Don't see it as, man, it's God's being unfair. Don't see it as, man, you know, I must have, I must be doing something wrong. Maybe it's just not the proper time. And he sees the big picture and, and we do not. And I just think that's powerful. And I think that we should, our mindset should shift in the sense that, hey, you know what, let's thank God for maybe not answering some of the stuff that we really are asking him to do. And let's just focus on where we're at and let's take it a day at a time and let's just give him thanks, trusting that, hey, he's going to make a way no matter what we're going through. Gio, you want to add anything to that? No, that's good. And um, I'm guilty of that for sure, of sometimes giving God a deadline or having that deadline in my brain. And God's like, you know, Who's in control? Me or you? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, I don't know why we, we put, sometimes we put constraints or parameters on God, but um, yeah, once you eliminate that, it's liberating. Yeah, absolutely. Well, hey, this has been Lessons from a Rock. Incredible experience that I had that now I get to share with you through these lessons. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Let us know which lesson stood out to you the most. Thanks to everybody who is subscribing and liking and sharing as well. Really means the world to us. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for tuning in. For more information and additional resources, check out joeysalazar.org and follow him on Instagram at joeysalazar. Please feel free to rate, review, share, and subscribe. Once again, thank you so much for joining the Joy Salazar Leadership Podcast.